0: This is How Have You Not Seen, a movie podcast where we fill in the gaps in each other's cinematic knowledge by asking very important questions like, whoa, come on, you never watched Twilight, or
1: you still haven't seen New Moon, or and you haven't seen Eclipse either, or I can't believe you haven't seen Breaking
0: Dawn Part 1, or how have you not seen the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2, Welcome, everyone, back for a new, we're starting wet and wild, for a new new moon, moon, a new moon in our podcast, one might say. Uh, I am uh, your co-host, Carson Betts. And I am your other co-host, Caroline Thompson. Oh, God, this is a movie podcast for every week. One of us brings one of our favorite movies that the other one hasn't seen. We talk about it. And we watch the movie. And then we talk about it some more. Let's, I said this at the end of last season, let's put a stake in this one's fucking heart. Let's I, do let's it. Let's kill this vampire. Okay, Caroline, I don't even know how to ask this question, the question we usually ask, which is how, because you've answered it so many times now.
1: I have, I have. Yes. But, we,
0: yeah, yeah. I've only answered
1: ha- it one time on the main feed, and it was weeks ago, so I'll be brief. True, true. Do you so you want to hear it. How
0: have you not seen the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn part two, specifically that one?
1: Specifically this one. So, um, if you have been, if you listened last season, you kind of heard my breakdown of basically. Long story short, by the time New uh, Breaking Dawn Part One came out, I was like, yeah, I don't need to hate watch things that aren't that aren't my my vibe. I can just let them be. I can just let other people go and watch those movies, and I could just not watch them, and it's fine. It's fine actually to do that. Um, so specifically, how have I not seen Breaking Dawn Part Two? Specifically because uh, we have been doing this podcast and we planned at the beginning of last season, which would have been planned last year, that uh, we were gonna end, end last season with part one and start the next season with part two, which is what we are doing now, much like much like the folks over at um at Summit, Summit Entertainment. True. Um we, we gave you we gave you a part one and then we took a break, made you go away for a while, broke it up into two parts. So yeah. We're going to do Bring Dawn Part 2 today.
0: Yeah, we did not record these episodes concurrently, though. That is an important distinction between us and the Summit Entertainment Company. That's true. We actually waited a little bit because uh, we were not about to talk about two Twilight movies that close in a row oh god okay so another can I, Carson can I jump go in on. really fast please, I just yes. want to say uh since this is the first episode of new season mm. uh if you hear my voice hey friendly hi. Neighborhood producer Corey how's That's it producer going producer Corey we love him hi producer Corey all right Caroline so much like our last episode on breaking down part one we, we discussed we've now talked about all the Twilight films either on Patreon or on the main feed so you've answered wink, this wink. question quite a lot yes wink wink go go give us Patreon buddy please we'd love that Um, but you've answered this question a whole lot and especially about the Twilight saga in general. So we're going to get really minute here, specifically, what do you know, or you think you know about Twilight Breaking Dawn part two?
1: Yes. So part two, um, well and at the end, part one ends like leaves off with Bella has just given birth Mm. and, uh, it would, it would seem it would seem she died during during the ordeal because you know they they made a big deal in the last one about um like can can a human even give birth to a vampire baby like will it work like could she even survive and presumably she died but then at the very end like the last shot is her eyes opening and she is the makeup is very corpsey she's like very much like now a vampire and she's got the red eyes um, the whole nine yards so i would assume that this film picks up probably very shortly thereafter. Bella is a new mother, Edward is a new father. The baby is a new baby, new vampire baby. And um, yeah, and I mean like the whole thing at the end of the last one was that Jacob imprinted. So like he presumably is gonna, they're kind of gonna kind of form like a one big happy family Thing where he's like working with them because he like loves the baby now, and um, I do believe, and I only base this off of the fact that they keep teasing in the la- over the last two movies they teased, but it's not happened so it kind of has to happen here like the, that the Volturi the 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 secret order of Italian vampires is going to return, um, and it would seem. I, I would assume now that like the conflict is more or less settled with Jacob, that they're probably the, um, probably the main antagonists in the film. Like the main conflict is probably going to center around them, as opposed to the, the Quileute folks who they have kind of been warring with locally. Yes. And beyond that, I I, I don't really know much. Um, I know the baby's called Renisme, yeah. which is what, but I mean, that was, um that was a, uh, name dropped in the first or in yeah. part one yeah um yeah
0: terrible name terrible we talked about that though already Yeah, how but, fucking terrible I don't it know it is.
1: I I, th- I think that's, that's presumably all I know
0: I yes I would say you're missing you're very good I mean you know how uh basic like blockbuster film scripting works so, so congratulations you can make pretty good guesses um you're missing like a couple of elements that no one could guess in a billion years like if you try like if you were like what is going to be in this movie um but because are the things about, I hear this, about this, one. Yeah. this one
1: is like is like everybody yeah. says that like everyone says that like part two is just like absolutely bug nuts yeah crazy fucking wild
0: yeah i'll i'll uh spoiler alert this is my favorite twilight movie like by a, a pretty decent margin because it's really just it it just goes, it just goes and goes. It's, ah, I'm so excited. See, I'm ah. so
1: interested because like the last, the last four movies have all really been like, have really been about the vibe yeah. and have really kind of been about the moping, you yeah. know, and there, there isn't a ton of like action, you know, there's not a ton of like story. There's not a ton of like, it's just kind of like a few teenagers, like Gather in a room together and kind of like bicker amongst themselves, which like, hey, like no shade, like that's what high school is, you know? Yeah, you yeah, mean? yeah. It's like, exactly. not a bad thing. it's just like, they're not particularly plot heavy films, so no. like, I'm so interested to see no. like where this can even go. Yeah, oh, because God. I, I just feel like it's going to be such a departure, at least like in terms of like the way the story unfolds.
0: Yeah, it it is both very par for the course and also. A, a good chunk of it is a real left turn. And I'm I'm very excited for that. I don't really want to, is there anything else you know? Because I don't want to say anything else lest I give away the magic of no, what you're no, about to see. no, okay. I, I really don't think so. I really don't All right. think so. fantastic. Okay, well, if there's nothing else, let's get into our game for the week. First one of the new season. Um, And, uh, you know, we've been with Twilight for a while now. I didn't want to just send it out. I know we're going to do recast it. Oh, we're going to do fucking two truths. No. No, I have done a slight modification for our game today. So Caroline, (laughs) I have found quotes from the book, Twilight Breaking Dawn. Written as only one book, then split into two parts.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Like one many, of the like many Hollywood adaptations. Yes. Yes. Like like your like your Harry Potter's, like your Divergent series, like your Dunes, like your Dunes. Exactly. Maybe a better example. But uh, I, uh, two are actual quotes from the actual book. One, I wrote. I just wrote in order to try and trick you. So the first game those. is that you're going to try and figure out which one I wrote. And as I read these, you're gonna notice that there's a bit of a common theme to them. Are, are you ready? I am ready. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna do my best to read these as written. So the first one. These are all so fucked. <laughs> um, hey, Rosalie, do you know how to drown a blonde? Stick a mirror to the bottom of a pool. Okay. It's number one. She's pretty good, Emmett stated plainly. Rosalie stared. Could vampires get flushed? Something about the contrast of that perfect blonde in her hair and the slight blood red tint of her face was hilarious. <laughs> okay. Number three. I don't want to kill girls, even vampire girls though I might make an exception for that blonde.
1: So is this the whole thing about how much people wanna kill Rosalie? Um, (laughs) I think one is definitely, definitely from the book. I think that one is so specific and strange that I feel like that almost has to be it, like in the book rather. The I don't want to kill a girl thing is very something I feel like Carson would write like that. That just kind of sounds like you, but also, but it might be. But also, like when you read that second one, like oh, that's that's the one that Carson made up. Um, Shit. Okay. Um, Could you read me number two one more time?
0: Yeah. <clears throat> She's pretty good, Emmett stated plainly. Rosalie stared. Could vampires get flushed? Something about the contrast of the perfect blonde of her hair and the slight blood red tint of her face was hilarious.
1: Just was hilarious. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, Carson, that you made up quote
0: number three. Is that your final answer? sure. I got you. (laughs) I wrote number two. Damn it. Oh, you were, I thought you were on to be there for a hot second. Damn it. Oh man. Let me tell you the writing exercise of trying to make a snippet of Stephanie Meyer was actually like kind of difficult in a way. Cause I'm like how, like the perfect of like, it's so simple yet. It's so overwritten was like kind of hard. Ah, oh, well, I'm so glad I've started out this season with a solid ass win. Hell yeah. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Caroline, are you ready to go watch the last Twilight movie?
1: Let's do it. Let's do, do it. it. I, I so am excited ready. to, for the rest of my life, be able to partake in conversations about the, the series of <laughs> Because for the last, like, I don't know, decades since this movie came out. Maybe, maybe even slightly more than I. People have just been like talking about Twilight, like the specifically this, like these yeah. two films, and I've just been like, I, I don't know, I don't know, man. I never saw it.
0: So <laughs> okay, well, let's go watch Twilight: Breaking Dawn Part Two. Corey, do you want to do it? I do. I do. do. (laughs) You named my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? Yeah. We talked about this last night. Hell yeah. Uh, What a line. Uh, What what a line. Okay. Um, Caroline, before you talk, I got to say, two is my favorite now. Like Breaking Dawn Part 2? No, 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 no. No. Uh, uh, new moon. New moon. New moon. Really? Yeah, because let me tell you. Here's the thing I realized about this movie: is that the first 20 minutes and the last like 40 minutes, fucking great. The middle 30, boring. So (laughs) boring. (laughs) Well, sure. But what do you what do you think? Breaking down part two. Let's start talking. What just uh, early thoughts? I mean, honestly,
1: I mean, probably my favorite. Of the five at this point, I think. Um, Definitely the, probably like overall the best. Um, I enjoyed it. Like I had a good time watching it. I really, uh, especially, oh my God, it's so crazy to me that like this movie and part one are two halves of the same book. And that it's like, you know, part one and part two, because they're just wildly different things. Yeah. And I mean, to some degree, to some degree, I mean, I guess I can understand that if like, you know, I understand from like the standpoint of adaptation like having not read the book. Um, but like from the standpoint of adaptation, I can kind of see like if some of the stuff that's in part one is really in the back half of the book and vice versa, but like thematically and like information you need to watch the films, why is it makes more sense to kind of shuffle some of those things around, you know, shuffle some of the more like, you know, questions about mortality and about motherhood and blah, 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 blah. And like marriage to the first part to then like shift the, some of like the, Cool actiony horror stuff to the second part, just so that the the films in and of themselves are maybe a little bit more co- more coherent. But like these do not feel like like part one and part two of the same thing. No, no, absolutely Like, not. like, they, like this yeah. feels more like a <clears throat> sequel. This feels like a sequel to um Eclipse more yeah. than it feels like a sequel to Breaking Dawn. I mean, it feels more like a sequel to New Moon. Like honestly, like I feel like you can almost do twilight new moon breaking dawn part two and like if you just put in a thing uh at the end of new moon that's just you know six years later and then it like jumps forward to bella and edward having a kid yeah you know, it, 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 it's it, like it, oh I, and they lived happily ever after and then they had a kid but then you know it's like i don't know but the, i mean that's my whole thing with this entire franchise is like it's it's very it it, it picks up themes and threads and narrative beats when it's convenient and then drops them for an hour and a half. And then there's like, remember that thing in the first movie that happened? Well, that's relevant now. And it's just like, I mean, it's all over the fucking place. So I feel like you can almost make 12 different trilogies
0: out of these five films somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, You just (laughs) rejigger some stuff around a little bit. Yeah. It it speaks to how like fan fictiony Stephanie Meyer's writing style is where everything's kind of, uh, and then, and it's like a child. It's like a child telling a story. The Twilight films, is just, well, and then, and then, and then, and then. And there's no real through lines. So there's occasionally she remembers that she set stuff up earlier in different books. And like so much of the books is preserved except for, okay, Caroline. Yes. Did you know that the battle that comprises the last third of this movie is not in the book?
1: No, I actually okay. I did not know that. I did not know that until like two and a half minutes before we started recording. Because uh for those listening at home, it is very early afternoon on a Saturday. I woke up this morning and and watched this movie, just like, you know, in my living room. And when it was over, I was like, I my 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 partner came out and was just like, So what you think? I was like, Oh, it's pretty good, it's pretty good, it's pretty good. She's like, Did you know the battle wasn't real? And I was like, I was like, no, I didn't. I was like, and she was like, she was like in the theater. Everybody gasped and was sobbing when I saw it. And I was like, I was like, well, what do you mean? Like, was that not in the book? Like, was that not like, was that, uh, was it, they're not like a fake? she's like, no, there's no fake out. And I yeah. was like, I was like, what and she's like yeah it's not in the book i'm like but that's the best part of the movie (laughs) and she's like yeah no it's not in the book and it had been a while since she read it so it's like so how does it happen does she just give him the vision and she's like i don't remember exactly how it unfolds but like i was like stunned like my jaw dropped when she told me that that's not in the book
0: yeah no it's basically it is just like if you cut the battle out that is what happens no i would give um There are a lot of like theater going experiences I wish I could either have for the first time or repeat. And one of them is God, I wish I could be in the audience of teenage Twilight fans on opening night of Breaking Dawn part two. Like, when everyone's dying. Yeah. And they're just like, this wasn't in the book. What's (laughs) happening? And it's like, I mean, look, I hate plot devices where it's like, oh, it was all just a dream. But like, it is, it. Is a it plot? Works. It's effective. Yes, it's very effective yes. here, and it's a plot solved for like. Look, I can't get away from the book, but like, god damn it, I want this movie to end with like a cool final vampire battle. Like, well, there needs I, to be there needs to be a climax. There needs to be some. Yeah, this of... needs to be like a movie. Like, it needs to have right. like rising <laughs> action.
1: Well, and and I have to say, I have to say, I really, 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 really like that choice because I um because for two reasons. One, you get the cool vampire battle. Mm and a bunch of people die and i was bummed like i was like i was like wait what i was like i was like i was like i was i was flabbergasted they killed jasper i was like damn i was like that's like a that's like a that's a big name character to just off in the battle yeah and i was like holy shit like wow i was like this is insane i was like i can't believe stephanie went this hard like fuck i was like this is kind of this is pretty metal and um and then it was just like, everyone was dying all around everybody. And I was like, fuck dude. And then it cuts back, which A, I did not see coming. Yeah. B, my jaw just dropped and I gasped alone on my couch. <laughs> and then, um, and then it gives me a thing that I really like in movies that we don't get enough of, especially in action-y type movies where like, I I I don't know if I latched on to Return of the Jedi early because this is my thing, or if this is my thing because this is how Return of the Jedi ends. Yeah. But I love it when the villain sees the errors of their ways. Like yeah. it's like my favorite way to resolve a conflict. And it very rarely happens. So like, um, like, like I, I really like it when it's like and it's like, you know, it's like it's like Return of the Jedi. You get the big battle, you get the whole like lightsaber fight, like you get the whole thing. And then like they like darth vader sees the area of his ways they make peace and like it's tragic and he still dies which is even more tragic because like blah 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 i love it like that is my shit i like a nice i'm a very i'm a very uh people focused person who likes peace and
0: harmony so it rules for me when that happens like it's not even that I don't even think that it's that he finds the error of its ways. It's that Alice is like, you will die. And he's like, oh. "No, I, know, like, he's but like, I just love, yeah. I just love when like when the heroes are
1: right and yeah. correct and that's why they win. It's not because they punch yeah. the best. It's because no, like they are like, I like, I like it. I like it when things are ended by resolving conflict yeah. and um, it doesn't happen enough in movies. And so when that happened, I was very pleasantly surprised and um and i was shocked i was i was i was actually very very taken with that choice yeah and i could not i uh, got i can't imagine i could not imagine the the reactions in those theaters that night because i would have i would have lost my fucking shit
0: yeah like, if you were like a twilight fan I mean, just generally it would. But if you were like someone who had read the books and was like, what is happening? None of my
1: favorite characters die. And then you get to the end of the final movie that you've been waiting for for years and you've been following religiously for years and they just murder all your favorite characters. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's incredible. I am I, I am obsessed with the choice to do that. I am so obsessed and the fact that it's like that long too. And it's like a full sequence. Cause like, you know, an easier way to do that is like, you know, Alice grabs the hand and then you just get the montage of like yeah. everybody dying. And it's like, and it's like kind of like, kind of like the vision Bella shows Edward at the end where it's just, it's, it's a montage. And it's like, you know, you could see that choice where it's just like, you know, she shows him a montage of everybody dying and then it's 30 seconds and it's like, oh, that would be bad. But like the fact that they commit, it's like a full-ass action sequence and also a thing too that i have to say is i another reason why i like it and another reason why i think it works is because i think that the action sequence is not quite as it's not quite good enough
0: no to be
1: the the like actual climax of a film so the fact that like you get it and you're like okay this is engaging but like I was watching it and I was kind of like I was like I was like it's kind of bland that it's just on like a flat field of snow yeah like, it could be a little bit more visually interesting and I'm like and the choreography is like it's like not bad but it's like you know like action is clear like what's happening is clear but like it's not like particularly like incredible but I'm like but I'm like this is good like this is fun like I'm enjoying this and, like people are dying and there are stakes and like it's cool. And then so that the fact that you get the double, like you almost get like the double climax on top of that is I think I think you kind of get the best of both worlds the way they do. Absolutely. Hats off. Hats off to the screenwriter and hats off to Bill Condon. And good job. For, for good job, it. Bill
0: Condon. You figured it out. You figured out how to make the last Twilight movie uh, good, actually. Um, I will. I yeah. The thing I say about this movie when I try and convince people, I'm like, no, uh, Breaking Dawn Part 2 is like good. Is I'm like, look, it's like the fourth best X-Men movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just Hot Topic X-Men. And that's and if that idea sounds cool to you, then you'll probably like Breaking Dawn Part 2. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, because we've talked about it a little bit throughout this whole series where Stephanie Meyer's, like, internal vampire mythology is kind of weird and wonky and it doesn't really, you know necessarily reflect like (laughs) i'm not trying to say like real vampires because that's not a thing but like like anything about vampires of myth or lore yeah yeah yeah. but like it true like this is the movie where truly vampires just become like superheroes that need blood to survive for some reason like raimi malik is just straight up also like (laughs) just how unfair it is that some vampires get powers like I grab you and I shock you. And some vampires are like, I control the elements. I can read minds. I can see yeah, the future. Yeah, like
1: literally, like Remy Malik opens the it's giant. And it's
0: and And like
1: literally, I was like, I was like, oh my God. I was like, that's literally the pit of, like a pit of hell. Yeah. Like there's lava in the bottom. Like there is fire and brimstone. Like yes. they are falling into it. I'm just like, I'm just like,
0: damn. I'm like, Remy Malik literally just opened hell. Yeah. Yeah. He, I, <laughs> I did Rami Malik's entire performances you, you guys have seen that video of Rami Malik just talking about like how like stuff he likes right no oh there's an incredible I'll send it to you after this but there's this video I don't know what it's for but it's like it's just Rami Malik. I'm sure he blinks in it but it's as though he's unblinking just kind of talking directly to camera being like I like a summer's day I like a nice walk along the beach I like my mom I like a nice latte on a like a, a fall afternoon. Like it's just a talk and it's the creepiest thing ever. And like this performance is serving major that vibes because like they kind of talk about it but like the performance note that all the vampires seem to have gotten in this movie is like blink as little as possible and like some of the actors are doing that and others are not and it's uh it's interesting like michael sheen fucking owns it like i was just gonna say that brings
1: me to maybe my yes. sheen.
0: Oh. oh yeah go for it absolutely that guy fucking oh, i mean the
1: I mean, he's just, I mean, he's incredible in this. It's a great, it's a great horror villain performance. And like, I didn't even know, like, what, what is he doing?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's he is is. perfect. I just like. His laugh before that final battle is like maybe my favorite moment in the movie. It's uh, fucking I did, I did
1: write down as a note in all caps, just "magnifico" in all caps. <laughs>
0: magnifico. Good... I I think magnifico. <laughs> it's it's like they and another thing in this movie that they've kind of talked before. Before they're like, oh these. The vampires, they live in Italy. That's like where they, where the Volturi stays. And in this movie, they're like, no, these guys are ethnically Italian and none of them have Italian accents. Like it is, and it's perfect. Um, and Like my favorite Michael Sheen mo- moment, moment is like after it pulls back and it's Alice and she showed him the vision and he's like convinced. And like one of his backup Volturi guys is like, hey, wait a second. Shouldn't we like, <sighs> shouldn't we like, Take a second and think about this, and he's just like, no, 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 no. Actually, we're going to be tolerant now of these, of this half vampire, and it's you. He just he's playing it so clearly because he that you know he's craving and he doesn't want to die, so he's just like, it's great, it's so good. He's the only guy that's like, one hundred percent clued in to uh, the tone of like what this movie is going for. Like he is hundred percent all the way there.
1: Yeah, it's very good. I mean, he balances the absurd melodrama of like you're a vampire man in a flowing cape and in a, and a, and a black parade jacket mm-hmm. uh on a on a like on a field of ice coming to murder a bunch of vampires <laughs> and wolves but also like but like have fun with it you know yeah, it, yeah, like, like <laughs> it's i don't know i mean he, I, he he's great i mean he's like one of my favorite things across all these movies and he's like such such a such an important part of two for me and just so good at this.
0: he's fantastic there's okay there's another performance we got to talk about and that is the performance of lee pace
1: oh i
0: love him here's the thing he's got like three lines but every single line he has goes so hard like yeah and he's like dumb hot oh he's he's like hot and his opening line is like fuck the british and it's (laughs) like it's such a low-key thing but they're just like yeah carlisle met this guy at the battle of yorktown and apparently he's still hung up about the fucking british like incredible he's also one of the few people that like i kind of believe he is a vampire you know, like, uh, as I said, these are not necessarily, like, our mythological vampires. They are Stephanie Myers like, weird vampires. But he's one of the few guys where I'm like, oh, yeah, if there were vampires, they'd probably be like this guy.
1: Yeah. Basically oh, Yeah, And I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just because, like, maybe it's because this film is mostly targeted towards teenagers yeah. in the late 2000s, early 2010s. And it is now, like, literally a decade after this movie came out, and I am not a teenager. But it's like, it's like, the film is trying, it like tries so hard to make these like, to make like some of the Cullens like super hot and all of that stuff. And I'm just like, no, all you need is Lee Pace dressed like fucking, like he's from the fucking Velvet Underground or whatever. Yeah. Like you yeah. just need you just need Lee Pace dressed like in like a fucking like, like new wave shithead. And I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm here for it. I'm so here for it.
0: And he just like sees a hot blonde vampire and he's like, hey
1: let's hang out like no he's i mean he's great he's he he is great i want a whole movie just about him oh yeah in fact i i just saw bodies 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 the other day yeah um he is like is lee pace in that oh yeah
0: what i didn't know that he's like like
1: maybe he's like maybe the best part of it damn that's pretty cool maybe my favorite like performance
0: you're telling and me Pete David other than Rachel other than Rachel
1: Senate I do really love Rachel Senate. I don't how you pronounce her name is she the she's from she, Shiva Baby.
0: That was um, like yeah. her okay. big like
1: kind of like breakout thing. I I I've not seen her in anything else but she's incredible in that and then she's yeah. like really really good in bodies bodies bodies. I
0: am seeing that on Monday so I will it is back
1: pretty okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
0: Yeah 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 um okay so we I mean I got we gotta there's two things that like we gotta talk about. I don't want to get hung up on them. But one, yeah. I do think that CGI Resume, I think they should do a live action boss baby, and I do think that the baby should look like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's one. Um two, I have okay. We we kind of motion towards it in the last one, but the imprinting thing. People uh. I, I sometimes hear there is this defense of Not the idea of it. Like, basically, I've never heard anyone be like, yeah, it's a good idea, keep it, keep it in. But people will say, in this movie, they really highlight, like, how angry Bella is about it. And that kind of grounds it in some way. And I disagree, because that entire scene is not Bella being like, that's gross and pedophilic. It's Bella being like, she doesn't belong to... (laughs) She doesn't belong to you. She belongs to me. Like, it yeah, is a scene where they could have been like, hey, this is weird. Let's kind of investigate this weird lore thing. And it's not. It's just like this, well, half vampire, half human. But this like human being does not belong to you. I own yeah. her. Like, it,
1: it is a little hand wavy. It yeah. is a little like, it, it It kind of feels like, Um, I mean, like, like Carson, have you seen the live action Beauty and the Beast?
0: Oh god, like half of it. Yeah.
1: There's just like so many moments in there where it's just like clearly like Disney went online and read like all the criticisms of Beauty yes, and the Beast. Yes. And they just like throw in these like four or five lines where it's like actually it's not problematic yeah, she's in me because a feminist, actually, she's yeah, a boss. It's, it's like cool. it's like like there's the whole thing where because it's like there's a there's a whole like thing online where it's like it's like, huh, the witch in Beauty and the Beast kind of sucks because like the prince is a dick and she like torments every single one of his servants forever because yeah. of it and then in the movie there's like a bit where bell i think bell is just like well why did you guys get turned into candlesticks too and they're like uh it's because we were so bad <laughs> and it's like, we were enabling him and like it's just like it's like it's very like hand wave like no 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 no, yeah. no Like your criticism of this isn't actually what you did yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like look we're addressing it and like that's kind of what that scene felt like because it's just kind of like you know, he's like, it's not what it looks like. And she's just like, yes, it is. And he goes, no, it's not. I just want to protect her and blah, 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 blah. But then by the end, it's just like, I don't know. Like, they're so close. I just feel like, I feel like the final shot where it's like, it's all four of them yes. on the beach. Yeah. Like, that is a little like, like mm, you ruin it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the that same.
0: That was the one where I was like, yeah, no, that one's gross. Because
1: the thing is, is like, like, I, I know that like, mm, this is one of those things where it's just like, Sometimes when you're making art, you have to tell people, you don't know what you want. I am smarter than you. And this is good for you. So take it. Yeah. And, um, and it's just like, it's kind of that thing where it's like, I think, you know, a bunch of the, a bunch of the 15 year olds who like wanted Jacob to have a happy ending and mm-hmm. wanted like blah, 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 blah. They're like, no, like, I want that seven year old in the body or like you know in the body of an adult to fall in love with a grown man. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like they kind of like, like I, I'm sure if they like wrote that out, there would be a contingent of the fans who were mad at it. Yeah. That said, the contingent of those fans are at the were at the time literal children
0: yes yes true they don't
1: know what they want and they no. don't know what's good for them and what I would have done were I to f- just were I to try to give them that happy ending is um you can do the same shot but what it is is it's is it's she is like an adult yeah. and like Bella and Edward are like unchanged and like jacob comes up from the other side of the frame as an old man yeah he's old as now He's your yeah. dad now yeah you know like he's a father figure he's an older brother he's a protector he's not
0: yeah. her weird, romantic temporary yeah. husband
1: yeah but um whatever it's like he's, it's they do a lot of work it's just that thing of like they do a lot of work to like try to try to get around it and they, they mostly they mostly do okay but it's, that bit at the end where it's the four of them is
0: all it's like, so Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. like there are, i okay, we've talked about it the entire you know it comes up when we're talking about these movies but every so often you just like see so clearly stephanie meyer's like mormon upbringing and the sort of like you know like chuggy you know like sweaters and sandals on the beach aesthetic that she clearly loves like just come out so so clearly and that is one of those moments yes uh like but you know the flip side is here's the thing in the battle at the beginning when she, when bell is like protect my daughter and then he just starts bolting off with the kid on his back goes fucking hard pretty it goes cool fucking hard. pretty cool that part is like I, maybe my favorite part of the movie because i'm like no notes yeah no it's great it's like it's one of the few bits of this movie where i'm like wow a relationship that two characters have evolved in a way and is affecting the action that is currently happening on screen incredible storytelling like and it's great
1: yeah no I I I wholeheartedly agree and I mean that's I mean that's really I think like I thought this several times throughout this film but like I mean it's 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 so basic and I don't I don't mean this as like a slight but just like I just kept thinking like I was like Oh, this movie is working because there's actually a conflict, yeah. yeah. Like there are characters yes. who want things that are different than the other characters. and they have to work to to stop those things. And like, you know, we're like, I mean, the conflict of the first, like really four of these movies is like straight vibes. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's just like, like I'm an angsty teen and I'm surrounded by other angsty teens. So, like, if you put us in a room together, we're going to be kind of like, bitchy to one another yeah it's like this one is actually like oh I have a family and I have people I love and they are in danger and the uh the only way to stop that danger is to like do a thing where like I get help and I convince people that I'm you know what I mean and it yeah. works it's like it's actually like a conflict which is kind of why like I watch this one and I'm kind of like I'm kind of like you could add 20 minutes to this movie and it could be like or rather, you could rewrite 20 minutes of this movie because there's probably 20 minutes worth of this movie that doesn't need to be in here. But like, you know what I mean? Like, like this could almost be a standalone movie.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, I feel like those 20 minutes are you, just like what Carson said earlier, yeah. you just, it's a short montage of all of Carlisle's friends showing up yes. and being like, what's up? I do this. Yeah. I do this. Yeah. And then yeah. It goes on just a little bit. That and like the trading stuff goes on just a little bit too long. Um, I mean, look, The idea of, like, let's go on a Pokemon collection hunt gathering vampires of different ethnicities from around the world, pretty cool and pretty fun, but it's, like, every character is given just between, like, if they had a little bit less characterization, it'd be fine, because you could just be, like, oh, whatever, they're just background extras. If they had more characterization, it'd be, like, okay, they're real characters, but it's just enough where it's, like, what, wait, why are we looking at this guy now? What's his deal? Like, what you know, um, fucking, I do think Caroline, I know you've been watching Bear, Barry, and I yes, do I think that it. oh, it's so good. I it's do incredible. think it's very that Noho Hank should have been with those two Transylvanian vampires, he would have oh, gone so well. <laughs> I them. love him, I love he's, him. He's the best character in all of he fiction. Is I love the best boy, and Noho Hank. <laughs> I would die for him. I, oh, so sweet. You watched you, so all of it, like season three, too, right? Yes, as I finished the fucking, the fucking, um, body bodied our bodies back and forth for five minutes. I had to pause. I had to pause the fucking show because I was laughing so hard. And if you have not watched Barry, this is going to be utter nonsense, but body bodied our bodies. Incredible. So good. We have to. We must needs remark to, this on. Air. It has to be said. This is yeah, incredible. This we is, didn't this plan is, this. This
1: is a I had no idea until um, let's see, Corey, you posted this in the chat yeah. on the Zoom call
0: uh, at 1230? Yeah. Six uh, minutes wow. ago.
1: Yes. Um today, the day that we are recording this, August 13th, is the day that canonically Edward and Bella got married.
0: Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy, anniversary! Happy couple! Wow, sweet sweet vampires.
1: So uh, that's just a really fun important uh, coinkydink. But canonically,
0: um, it's been less than ten years, right? So they're still in their decade-long fuck sesh. No, it's sixteen years. Oh. 16 years. But they did say yeah, that they. We. It also must needs be remarked that there is a uh, a whole line in this movie about how um fucking. Oh, what are their names? Um, uh, uh, Alice, not Alice, fuck. The one I don't like. Oh, uh, Rosalie? Yeah, Rosalie, Rosalie. and Emmett, fu- they fucked for 10 years straight. That, that yeah. is a thing that they talk about in this movie. Can I Can I throw my favorite line out in the movie? Please do, please na- do. You nicknamed my daughter after the lo- Loch Ness Monster. Which, um, better name than Renezme? Unquestionably. Yeah. Yeah, what, yeah. Nessie? Yeah. I lost my mind. When she said, I was born to be a vampire. I was born to be a vampire.
1: (laughs) I liked it. I liked it. I just thought it it.
0: was really funny. It is pretty funny, but it's good. I, okay, so this is another thing in my notes I wanted to talk about. So we get that beginning. I actually, I think the beginning is pretty fucking good. One, because... Like, title sequences, barely a thing in Hollywood anymore. I cannot think of a, like, big blockbuster movie in the last decade that has had such an involved title sequence as Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. And it kind of um, rips.
1: I liked it. I liked it. I liked the title sequence. Also, um, I have to say, i big fan of the full series uh, credits. yeah. At the end. Big Yeah. Fan. I wrote big, big uh, fan.
0: no joke, this is how Avengers Endgame should have ended. Like is they, how Avengers they, Endgame ends. Yeah, but like it should have been even more.
1: Oh, just like, well, fuck. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like this they should have gone harder. All 25 have, <laughs> movies or whatever. They should have done every single movie. They should have done every minor character that was in every movie. They should have had like a, a full slide that was just like fucking whatever here's and Lawrence Fishburne and Ant-Man and the Wasp like this like they should have done every single character because it it's here's the thing those credits start and I'm like what who the fuck are these people like what is going on but then by the time they end they really put some money in the bank because then by the time they get to the main core cast, you're like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Robert no, it, got to, it, got to, it got to Peter Facinelli
1: and I was like, yeah. okay, oh shit. I was like, I think Billy Burke's next. And then Billy Burke was next. Like I'm like, like, I'm like, Bird, here's, here's yeah. our trio. I'm like, we're, we're uh-huh. in our trio right now. And it was nice. No, I think it's really nice. I, I like it. I, I liked it a lot. It, it felt very um, loving and sincere and
0: sweet. It, it was super duper sincere. And like the highlighting- the the introduction of the characters the first time you see their name in the book yes like it's so fucking stupid but you said it exactly it's incredibly sincere and like that is the most endearing thing a movie can be is just like its heart is on its goddamn sleeve okay other thing I like the beginning credits and then the parallel of the last movie ending with Bella's eyes and then the rushing back into her now vampiric eyes uh pretty cool and then but then the her being a vampire and hunting thing, for four movies we have seen the vampirism kind of outside of our like audience surrogate characters perspective. Like it's been this thing that is, at different points in the movies, like kind of frightening, kind of alien, you know, un- non-understandable. And now that like we are in the fucking body of a vampire, the whole like they are just Calvin Klein models with bloodlust thing is like turned up to max ridiculousness. Like it is. Like truly just really kind of weird to look at how perfect Bella's hair is as she's like climbing around the mountains. I mean, it fucking rules, but it's really bizarre.
1: Yeah, and how she's just in that, like like she she just gave birth, but she's that thin and she's in that beautiful, yeah. like like short blue dress, but she's like zooting around the woods like dumb quick. Yeah. I have to say one thing I have to say, and I'm gonna get up on my soapbox here. Uh,
0: do, you do it. You um, do it, girl.
1: Bella, Bella killing that climber is honestly no more dangerous than what he was already doing. Wow. He was free soloing. That's so dangerous. No one should ever do that. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going on record. I'm going on record. Always climb with a belayer and you should always wear a helmet. This is my soapbox.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Climb Queen. We appreciate that.
1: You're very welcome. I just, I just, I just think it's very irresponsible. of (laughs) what you're saying- Frankly, nobody would have been surprised if he never came back from that trip.
0: Yeah, true. Honestly, she should have killed him. She honestly, she honestly. Should've. Yeah. She should have noshed his sweet meaty little neck. Uh, also like Bella's powers that she's, I mean, look, follow the metaphor to its natural logical conclusion. It's Bella's super vampire superpowers that she's really good at putting away her horniness for a little while. She's really good at not being horny on Maine. That's like yes. her that her two her ex-
1: superpowers. It's yeah. that, and then just being a being a goddamn mom. Goddamn it, <laughs> like she can protect kill. everyone. Yeah, she can she can protect everyone, and I don't know. Like that was like I don't know that. Um, It's very much like the entire, this entire movie is like the, all those stories you hear about where it's like a kid gets pinned under a car and the mom
0: lifts the car off of them. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) It's like, it's just this entire movie. Yeah. Oh, I also wrote down like, there's the, this movie, kind of all the movies have been this, but this one really truly has some scenes of like, damn, is it marriage cool? Like being married is the coolest thing to be, Right. Like, there's that whole scene it, it's kind of great because Jacob's all like butthurt about it because all the vampire it's like literally every single vampire is just standing around a circle like grasping onto their pair bonded partner and just like staring them in the eyes intently yeah it rules it's it's like pretty good it does I think I said it in the last movie but it does kind of support my theory that vampires in Stephanie Meyer's universe pair bond like penguins oh yeah like, 100%. like they pair for life and that's like explicitly just how vampire genes work like yeah it's it's ridiculous and like <laughs> lee pace's major malfunction is that he just hasn't found a good woman to love yet honestly i i
1: i i will i will volunteer i will be raised
0: i will <laughs> i volunteer as tribute here we go uh it's it's uh, yeah this one is like okay I got one more little thing I got to say. And it's really stupid. Ready?
1: Yeah, let's go. Lay it on me. All right.
0: First off, (laughs) ridiculous, like, you know, kind of side plot. But Bella going to Seattle and meeting with a man who, basically, Bella's like, who are you? What is your line of work? And he all but says, oh, I'm a vampire lawyer. Like, that's that's my job, is vampire lawyer. Also, his name is Jay Jenks and she goes like hey jay what's up with you and then in the credit scene his name is not jay like the name jay jenks his name is j. jenks his first name could yeah, be anything law. is like jacob or jonathan or fucking jamal or like whatever but she calls him jay and i that is the first time i've noticed that having seen this movie a lot of times now and I don't know why, but that is so fucking weird to me that she. Calls... I know. I mean, we call J.K. Simmons J.K. Simmons,
1: so we can that's call J.J. J.Jangs.
0: That's true. Damn Jay Jenks, vampire <laughs> vampirism lawyer legend. Uh, yeah, but that's that's my last. Uh, that's my last thing. This movie's so fucking weird. I and I do like it a whole hell of a lot, despite how boring it is in the middle.
1: Yes, the middle is very boring.
0: The middle um, is incredibly boring.
1: But I don't know, just fucking Michael Sheen, man. Like he, Sheen. he, he's he's such a treat to watch, and um, and I don't know, and it's just that thing where it's like it's one of those things where it's like in a film where so many of the characters are trying to be just like steely and cool and like the coolest fucking, like the coolest fucking thing a sixteen-year-old can imagine. Yeah, yes, it's, yes. It's fun when fucking like weirdo alien man who's trying to who's trying to fake fake emotion when really all he wants to do is murder everyone but he's got to be like upright and aristocratic about it like that's fun to watch
0: he's got to pretend to be a person for a little while it's great he also like looks like because everybody else it looks like their eyes just got colored in like basically with colored pencil like all the the gold and red eyes the cgi is such that it looks like they just went color correction like insert delete you know red color whatever michael sheen's eyes i think just because of how much he uses them looks like he said give me not only colored contact lenses but contact lenses that magnify the size of my eyes oh yeah like he's got fucking big ass bug eyes and they're like Kind of le- le- both really hilarious, but also at times like legitimately pretty unnerving, just how little he blinks and like when he chooses to blink. like it's great. Uh-huh. All right, can I, she... can I throw out our last maybe discussion point? Please?: Yeah. Do we want to rank our Twilight uh, movies? Ooh, yeah. Yes. Let me yeah. really
1: quickly just go through. Um, the running, and this one still looks pretty fucking bad. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, it's
0: terrible. It's, I Line think it's, I bay. think it's the worst I think this one is the worst running
1: yes a yeah. lot of that think...
0: CGI stuff when they're hunting looks so, oh, bad. so bad it's so yeah. bad
1: it's 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 almost a thing of like flying too close to the sun right is it's like in 2007 like they had to really stylize it and it looks you know, it looks more like um, you know, to reference return of the Jedi again, like you know, how like when they're doing the speeder bikes in Return of the Jedi, yeah, you can like yeah. tell like you're like, this is fake, like this isn't like tricking me, but like it looks cool and it's like and it's like going so fast and like zip, zip, zip. Like, yeah, like that's kind of how it is in in the first one. And then in this one, it's like, oh no, we can like simulate what it looks like for people to like go super quickly, like we can we can make that on a computer and it just like looks pretty bad. Yeah. Um the line in the beginning, we're the same temperature now. Great, pretty cool,
0: really, really good, good line. Yep. Good um,
1: line. Bella being so strong that she hugs Edward and like pulls him down to her level <laughs> and like is a little too strong for him. Hot. Um, <laughs> Edward sees Bella punch a dude in the fucking gut and then he collapses and he goes, he he, isn't she great? Same dude. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, the CGI
1: I'm t- Baby's pretty rough.
0: It's so rough.
1: I'm just going through my notes here. Pretty so rough.
0: It's yeah. It's really awful. It looks awful. It looks really, really so, bad. Caroline. I was so
1: confused. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's pretty fucking rough. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, um, because I was watching it, I was like, why the fuck did they do a CGI baby when they could have just got a baby? Yeah, a real baby, and like. Then when she is like the actual human actor playing her, I'm like, oh, they wanted to like give they wanted to give like the baby the same face as the actor, yeah, and like they wanted to like control those expressions because like the baby does look like
0: Mackenzie Foy,
1: yeah, like a yeah. lot. And yeah. So it's like, oh, they kind of like they like I get they like de-aged her down to infant and like, but it just it looks so bad and it's not worth it. No. Um, and it ages really poorly, and um. Yeah, and those are those are those are all of all of the notes that I. Have I will
0: quickly crush, add so. to that. Uh, uh, Bella and Edward, husband and wife, pulling off Michael Sheen's head. Uh, fucking fucking goals, like yes. big fucking time goals. relationship goals. Very cool. Honestly. <laughs> all right, Corey, what what do you got? <sighs> all right, so I'm gonna go. These. I'm gonna go first. Um, I'm coming out strong. Y'all gave me a really good appreciation for it. I'm ranking Twilight first. Damn. Um, yeah. Number Damn. one. Twilight. Uh, number two breaking dawn part two a movie that i on record said i hated the first time i saw it and yes. now and pretty fucking into i was really drunk the first time i watched it and i had not seen another twilight movie <laughs> so when they zoom out of alice's eye i'm like what? yeah what is going on yeah um and then eclipse whoa new moon breaking dawn part one okay
1: okay give those give those to me again
0: give those to me one more time twilight breaking dawn part two eclipse new moon breaking dawn part one okay okay
1: carson what are you thinking
0: i'm hmm, i'm thinking i'm wondering if i'm going to stick with the thing i said at the top of the episode or not that's my main confusion uh no uh no okay no i'll stay with the way it was before i'm gonna say number one breaking dawn part two Mm-hmm. Number two, Twilight, New Moon. Number New three, moon. Twilight. Number four, breaking down part one. Number five, eclipse. Eclipse. Yeah. That, and that is the objectively correct. Oh, shut the fuck up. I have solved. <laughs> I have
1: solved art. Oh. Oh, this is hard because like like I said this on the last one. It's it's just kind of like it's They're like, all so
0: different. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's they're like, like, so it's like so they, they're they
1: all have like. It's like the, the the sum total of the quality of these films is all allowed to, is all allowed to equal 100, but like the sliders just like, they, they're constantly moving. They're yes. constantly moving. So to evaluate these things, even like amongst themselves in any objective way is extremely hard, yeah. but like, okay
0: you're thinking about this real hard and I'm very into it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that I, was a very
0: I, heady explanation.
1: It's true though. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's like accurate. this one. I don't disagree. Like part one looks so much better than the first three, but it's so much sillier and more boring and less interesting. Yeah. yeah. And like, um, so let me think. I think, all right, I'm just going to kind of go with my gut and what I'm feeling now. I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go Breaking Dawn part two. Two new moon twilight eclipse breaking dawn part one breaking dawn part one was
0: kind of painful for me
1: so yeah exact
0: same as carson except flip the last two yeah okay yeah yeah i i think that eclipse's boringness is more gradacious than breaking dawn part one's insanity
1: Yeah. yeah um and i think uh And I just want to say really quickly with the distinction between Twilight and New Moon is I think New Moon is more watchable. Yeah. Like if you're just going to sit down and put on a movie, but I do, I do find Twilight to be more interesting and a more artistically fascinating film. But like, if it's like, if you put a gun to my head and we're like, you have to watch Twilight or New Moon, I would probably pick New Moon because I just think it's a little bit easier of a watch.
0: I've said it like five times like like
1: an hour and 45 minutes of my time I'm not going to get back it's like that one's going to go just a little go down a little more smoothly
0: yeah I've said it like five times now but like new moon's the most actually a movie of any of them like like new moon new moon kind of has like a beginning middle and end and like character arcs and stuff like yeah uh good shit good shit right we've done it
1: yeah, that's we that's the entire between between this episode the last episode we did on Maine and our Patreon that's the entire Twilight Saga. That
0: was the last 6 months of our life. That was Yeah, the last, we spent yeah. 6 months of our lives talking about That's Twilight. great.
1: I love it. I love it. Um we did Incredible. good we did good kids and I we think did that yeah, honestly like yeah, uh I'm glad we did this. This is fun. If you want to hear episodes on Twilight New Moon and Eclipse, head over to patreon.com/hh-pod. We have really good episodes on or all three of them.
0: if you want to hear our next series in which we'll be investigating the Hunger Games franchise. Uh, no, that's no. a, a lot. Those movies Down fucking slap. Those movies I've, fucking slap. Here's and the thing. I will stick up for them every day of the week. I've heard they're really good. And I have they're read really all the books. Good. And I did really like the books when I was like in middle school. The movies no, yeah, are I very th- good.
1: I mean, my thing with The Hunger Games is I just don't think there'd be too much to talk about because it'd be like, no, yep, pretty decent, pretty pretty good filmic adaptation of, like, pretty okay young adult books. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, rip, I don't know. Rip, I,
0: rip Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like, that's... Yeah, yeah. For real. Yeah, yeah sure. I only
1: ever saw the first two movies, and I only read the first two books, but I remember thinking the movies are better movies than the books are books.
0: Interesting. I enjoyed the books. Yeah.
1: I, enjoy, I enjoyed the first two books, but, like, I... I remember being in high school and reading them being kind of like okay this is kind of like this is a little like cliche but, they're like, making, but like it's fun they're yeah. exciting they're like interesting yeah
0: they're making the prequel movie yeah yeah yeah, yeah. rachel zegler yeah rachel zegler's in that it's oh, not like about yeah. her because it's about young snow but she's in it interesting nice. wait but- oh wait 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 then you know who should be in those fucking movies Oh, fucking, fucking Cooper, Cooper Hoffman. 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 Yeah! Oh. They should put Cooper Hoffman in those movies! Oh, incredible. Wow, we've yeah. solved the Hunger Games franchise so good. Anyway,
1: so the real series yes. we're going to be doing on Patreon, if you listen to our these episode, uh, you heard about it, but we are going to be doing... Carson's in my curated legacy sequel series, which um, I think is going to be super fun because yeah. it kind of starts. Because obviously, I do think Tron Legacy is probably the first like real legacy sequel that happened, but yeah. that kind of like that movie kind of uh, accidentally invents the legacy sequel. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, it's it's like it's like oh, we're making a film to this thirty-year-old uh, film. I guess we kind of have to like think about how we're gonna do this, and then that. Kick starts everything mm-hmm. um but i mean we are going through some of the biggest legacy goals of the last seven years since 2015 um and the cool thing is is i think the five films we're doing are all films that one if not both of us really really love yeah which is going to be super fun to do and yeah then, absolutely so it's it's Mad Max, Fury Road, Blade Runner 2049, yep. Halloween from 2018, mm-hmm. um, Doctor Sleep, and then the Matrix Resurrections. Hell and then yeah. that's, of course, setting the stage for us to lead into the Star Wars sequel trilogy, which we uh, said we were never going to do. And then oh. we, we got, you gave us the smallest opportunity to do it. And we said, fuck, we have to do it.
0: <laughs> we get a, a little bit of money and we go, ah, fuck, I guess we got to talk about Star Wars <laughs> more now. How can we not?
1: So that's going to be from August through, God, through March.
0: Yeah. We're going to yeah. close out legacy yeah.
1: sequels uh, for 2022. And then how... the first three months of 2023 is going to be the Star Wars.
0: Caroline, how dare we make ourselves talk about fucking Rise of Skywalker for our birthdays? <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Why is that no, our look, birthday okay. to ourselves?
1: We said this on the News. We said this on the scenes. Yeah. But we were doing legacy like Goals and The Last Jedi is like the big one. Yeah. So I said it's like the big one. Yeah. The Force Awakens is also
0: a legacy. It, and- it kind of invents it. Yeah. I think a bit more than Tron Legacy. We'll talk about this, but but yeah.
1: but then we were we were trying to decide we can't do those two and not do Rise of Skywalker yeah. but we can't do all three in one episode that would be no. stupid and we wouldn't uh, they'd be dumb so we said fuck we just have to spend three months talking about Star Wars don't we? Oh yeah. no it's just, yes, we do. Oh no it it sounds sounds like not you Star Wars. your head. We just yeah. have to. <laughs> to Talk about Star Guys, Wars I, more. Okay I have to say I am a queer woman who has been on the internet for the last seven <laughs> years I'm sick of talking about Star Wars <laughs> Fair enough
0: I've had a Twitter account for the last seven years. And uh, check your privilege, Carson. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I'm I'm a straight man. People come up to me and just start talking at me about Star Wars. And I just kind of have to like go, whoa, okay. No, I haven't watched the Obi-Wan show. Why would I do that? Stop, it's please. It's not very good. It's yeah, okay. I, that's, I'm sure. I don't. Yeah. I have watched the Obi-Wan show and it's like, I it's didn't fine. watch it. Okay, whatever. Uh, next week wait what are we doing uh, next week can i tell the people what they oh yes please. oh yeah us, and then we, will. we will tell everybody May I please Start do my and job? Off the season strong please do your uh, job where uh, we you. Yeah. if you like what you hear please be sure to like us and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts leaving a review also would really help out the visibility of the show follow us on facebook at facebookcom slash podcast um follow us on twitter instagram and letterboxd all at hhynspod special thank you to our patrons if you'd like a shout out on the show and bonus content head over to our patreon at patreon.com hhynspod we have multiple levels all with their own perks ranging from one to twenty five dollars a month like i said if you're interested in hearing more please visit patreon.com slash hhynspod excellent next week next, next week next week we will be doing,
1: um, I, just, I, I have to say, if if Twilight, if the Twilight Saga is in the echelon of, some of one of the greatest romance stories ever put to film, surely it is in the same category as this next film, as next week's film. Surely they are contemporaries. They are, they are, they are very much one of well, the same. Well,
0: I feel like Breaking uh, Down Part 2 is in the Criterion Collection, so. Of
1: course, of course. Yes. No, but uh, Carson, next week, we are going to be watching the 1987 film that you have not seen.
0: No. Moonstruck. Is it about werewolves being um, struck by well, the moon okay. and turning Nick into Cage wolves?
1: Cage is extremely hairy.
0: He is basically a werewolf in Nick real Cage life. Cage okay, has a I'll, lot of body I'll hair. I'll
1: take it. And I mean, Cher is immortal. Cher has not aged a day.
0: Yeah. So, no, uh, she looks the same.
1: So um, maybe it is a film uh, about a vampire and a werewolf,
0: which is The moon so- is
1: a big part of it.
0: Witches of Eastwick is a documentary about Cher's life and how she's a (laughs) Satan witch. All right, well, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it next week. Thank you so much for joining
1: us. And we'll see you next week when we talk about Moonstruck.